code violation, verbal abuse. We're back. This is Yeah, We Said It. Um, we're here to give y'all a little bit of insight into the Rogers Cup draws that are for the event that's coming up next week. Um, one of the big summer tournaments and lead ups into the U.S. Open. Um, we apologize if we've been gone for a while. <laughs> I originally, <laughs> I asked for... A week, like if we could take a week after Wimbledon, mostly because I was leaving town, but also because I was feeling um, extremely disrespectful and I was feeling like saying some things that I, as a stan of Serena Williams, have no business saying. So um, I felt like I need to take some time. That week, because of our schedules, ended up being like three weeks or however long it's been. But, you know, that's fine. We're here now. Um, so do you, Donnell, do you have any thoughts on Wimbledon that you would like to share or express at this time? Uh, well, when it comes to, when it comes to Serena, I'm just, I don't even know what to say at this point, really. I'm just confused mostly. And I'm just like everybody else. I'm just, now I'm just waiting to see you know, what, what happens next. And as regards to the men, um, final set tiebreaker in that, in that, uh, final first time ever. That was, that was cool. But Wimbledon as a whole, uh, forgettable. Except for Coco Golf, I mean, but, uh, as a whole, like it was just, it was like, I don't know. Nothing really stood out much. I agree with that. Um, y'all know I have some thoughts. I have them written down. Um, so I have to talk about Serena first. Um, you know, she said some very PC things about Simona being just too good. Um, but I don't feel like Simona did anything that she hasn't done before. Um, this was just Serena playing like she had concrete blocks on her feet and the weight of every mama on her shoulders. And um, this was Serena, like, I wrote down, this was Serena getting to the final hurdle and then opting to limbo under that hurdle instead of leaping over it. All that being said, it's a damn miracle that she made this final, given the year that she was having prior. Um, It's difficult to see the same lady who returned 138 mile per hour serve from a man for a winner in mixed doubles, um, not even be able to break Simona's serve once in that final. But, you know, that's reality. That's where we are. Um, This is still three major finals and six majors played since she came back from having the baby. Um, I'm, at the end of the day, not as upset as a lot of other Rena's Army members because I've just arrived at the point where I'm like, you know what? 
if she does it, she does it. And that's great. If she doesn't, bitch, so what? Okay. Because at the end of the day, she's still the GOAT. Court's numbers is still irrelevant. And Serena still had a bomb-ass career. There's no better player to stand. So that's where I am with that. Um, you know, congrats to Simona. She actually showed up for the final. And she brought her best game and it paid off. Uh, we were discussing before Wimbledon how weird it looked for a seven to be by her name. So that is not an issue now. <laughs> um, it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's huge for Romania. Um, I actually personally cut the final off when Serena got broken early in the second set. Um, but I heard that Simona thanked that Tyriac motherfucker in her speech after. Um, she can choke for that, but um, congratulations on everything else. Um, on the men's side, you know, Novak won again. This places him at 16. Rafa has 18. Roger has 20. And I have a fucking headache. Okay. I'm tired of all three of them. Um, I slept through the first four sets intentionally during the men's finals. <laughs> when I woke up, I discovered that the match was still on and entering a fifth set. So I decided to watch. Um, I mostly tweeted through that fifth set because the match wasn't that great to me. Um, and I actually hate that it made the made history by, you know, being that first 12 all fifth set tie break that you mentioned. Um, and again, like I said, I'm tired of all three of them. Um, yeah. Did, did you hear what Novak said in his speech about Roger inspiring others at 37? No. So he kind of like, he was like, I didn't you know, watch the trophy presentation. Well, there you go. Um, he, he said something to the effect of like, I'm one of the people that is inspired by Roger, you know, still being out here at 37. And I personally take that as a threat. That's a damn threat. Okay. <laughs> um, if Novak stays out here for five more years, he's breaking everyone's records. He's eclipsing everybody. Um, so that's a threat. Uh, by that time, I will be watching table tennis and badminton. I will no longer be watching men's tennis. I will be, <laughs> I'm already exhausted. So I can't imagine another five years of this. Okay, um, but yeah, I just felt like that was a threat. Nobody took it that way, but that's how I felt. It was he's threatening to be out for five more years. Who is going to stop him for five more years? I just uh, that's all I have on Wimbledon. That's how I feel about all of these guys. Like all, all three of them, I just feel like I feel like nobody's coming to stop them. It's just they're just going to do this until they decide to retire. Like honestly, Seriously, like, no matter how old they get. Nobody is keeping up. I, I'm exhausted. It has been, I mean, like, so long that the three of them have been doing this. And, like, you know, we're coming up on the 10th anniversary of Delpo having won the U.S. Open in 09. He's not even going to be in New York this year, most likely. Like Jesus. I... I'm exhausted. I need somebody to do something. And not just once. I don't want somebody to break through like Chillis did in 2014 and win one. I need you to like be there consistently. Like stay there and stay on their necks. These old ass men's necks and their creaking ass joints. Okay? Stay on them because it's time. It is way past time. Our, my, you know, we're about the same age you and me and our entire generation has been wasted. Uh, they came and they went and they have done nothing. Yep. So 
you know nothing i'm just i'm just hoping that some of these young guys sooner or later felix is going to take over the entire sport so i'm waiting on that i'm not rushing him because he's still a teenager um but i would love to see it yeah i i give i give the best chances at stopping them once once they you know they're great they're really good now but once they become great Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Felix and uh, Stefano Sitsipas. Mm-hmm. I give those two the best shot at, you know, beating these guys in in a in a, a, a big match. Everybody else seems to not wanna not wanna show up and not even they just want to go out there and be happy to be competing with these dudes or to be across the net from them. And I don't get, I don't get those vibes from Felix or from Stefanos. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Here's, here's hoping they, they put themselves in position. How old is Medvedev? Medvedev is 22, I think. Okay. He's a young dude, too. Yeah. Medvedev is 23. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he turned pro in 2014. Jesus. Huh. And he is currently down a set to Kyrgios in the Washington final. Mm-hmm. Seven six and one all. It's just been all serve. In um, news, we have a little bit of news before we get started on the Rogers Cup draws. Um, Angelique, there's a few splits from coaches. Angelique Kerber split from her coach Rhina Schutler. Um, I actually didn't know that. They were in a partnership, but um, yeah, I guess that happened. I don't. It's it's really something when the when a player splits from their coach, like you know, mid season. I mean, like there's got to yeah. be some really bad shit going on in some of those cases behind the scenes because you know most of the time, even if you know you're thinking about a split, you wait until the end of the season to try to hold it together until the end of the season, and then you know, try to readjust in the off season that little bit of time, but these players are leaving, or the coaches are leaving too. Um, Muguruza and, and Sam Sumik split, which we thank God for. Um, Finally. That Took them long enough. So necessary. Uh, that was just toxic. Honestly. Like, they achieved nothing. It's, they got nothing done. Does she still have? Wait, who is Conchita with? <laughs> I can't remember. I feel like I've been over this before. She was with let. She was with last we saw her. She was with Pushler. I'm that's not right. sure if that's like a full time okay. thing or if she was just working with her like for Wimbledon. Like she worked with Muguruza for Wimbledon. I don't know. Okay, I have I'm no just, clue. Vicky's praying. Mantis is confused. Um, <laughs> the, the big one is uh, <laughs> Alexander Zverev and Ivan Lindel splitting, which. You know, I asked you about during the last episode, I was like, how much longer do you think they are going to stay together if these results continue? And lo and behold, (laughs) you know, two weeks later comes Lyndall saying uh, we're no longer in a partnership together and I wish him the best or whatever. And it was like mid event for Sasha. So that was not the greatest look. Um, Yeah, that was weird. And I, as you know, as being the former top player that Lindell 
is and was, uh, it's it's kind of odd to me that he would make the decision to do that in the middle of a tournament, knowing how that could affect his former charge or whatever you want to call it. Like, mm-hmm. it just seems it seems very weird to me that he would do something like that, knowing what he knows. Yeah, it was weird timing, but I mean, they obviously weren't working well together. They weren't Mm-mm. getting much done, so Mm-mm. I mean, I'm sure it's for the best. Yeah, he's got a uh, I don't know, maybe ugh. I was going to say like maybe some time without like a a big type of figure type of coach like that would be good for him but also at the same time it kind of seems like the wheels are falling off a little bit and he needs somebody to come in there with a fresh perspective. I don't know who that would be. Um, right. He uh Sasha, he, I think he needs to work on being a bit more aggressive, I guess. Like, he needs to be up on the baseline more than he is. He plays yeah. a lot behind the baseline. Yeah. And he's too, he's too, he's too strong and he is too big to just be standing there, you know, playing, trying to dictate the point from that far back. Right. It's not working. Those are the same kinds of changes that, and I hate to mention it uh, because of how I stand with him now, but uh, those are the kind of changes that Dominic Team really made in his game because he was he was doing the same thing you know and it was he was only being effective on clay i mean not that he's gotten that much better on hard courts but he did win a whole masters oh, title this year so uh you know on a hard court so indian wells barely counts i mean you know it's it's indian wells barely slow. Counts. i mean so it's, slow and yeah, gross but it's it's still <laughs> something you know there's some yeah. sort of improvement there um and those are probably the same types of changes that Sasha needs to make. He does have pretty loopy ground strokes, um, particularly mm-hmm. forehand side. So maybe that's part of it. And he feels like he can time the ball better from back there. But um, he's a big guy and he doesn't defend well enough and move well enough to stay that far back to be that back often. There. Um, you know, you have somebody like Novak that can, you know, if he's having an off day, he'll just stay back there and wait for you to miss. But I mean, you know, he moves really well and very effectively, and Sasha does not do that. Uh, Sasha does not have that right. that defender's type of game. He needs to be further up, just like you said. So, um, and I'm, I feel like that's probably what Lyndall was telling him, and it's it's not clicking because right. I can't I can't see anybody telling him to stay further back the way he is. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't. I'm, I really don't know. Um, yeah, so the Grand Slam board reversed Anatatishvili's sanction that was imposed during the French Open and returned her prize money. Um, and also dealing with Bernard Tomic's performance at Wimbledon, he was told that there was no historical evidence to support the idea of him reforming his behavior and that he has to make it through the next eight major tournaments in which he competes, not just the next eight majors, but the next eight majors in which he actually plays, um, committing no Grand Slam code violations. And then 25%, 25% of his total financial penalty will be returned. (laughs) So um, they are through with him. I thought it was actually, you know, I'm not a Tomich fan or anything like that, but I actually thought it was pretty harsh i thought it was uh 
barring on unprofessional, the way it was written, um, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, it was, I was like, wow, you know, it just didn't seem like, it just didn't seem like the best way to, to express those opinions. I think, I think a lot of these uh, boards and the the presidents and the turn- tournament directors and all those kind of people, I think a lot of them are fed up with a lot of the different players' behavior and stuff like that. But at mm-hmm. the same time, mm-hmm. these umpires aren't enforcing the rules as much as they should. So mm-hmm. a lot of most of the time they're getting away with this kind of stuff. So what's to stop them from doing it if you know right. they're only going to get penalized for it once you know every twenty five matches? So I, something needs to be done when it when you get down into the rules of the game and be done from there to talk to these umpires or something like they there's too much discretion. So I don't know. They got to figure something out because these rules are aren't being enforced. Like Renee Stubbs has been on Twitter all week losing her mind watching these men playing Washington like uh, right. uh, yeah, Pass. like uh, you know he's his a uh, bunch of like i guess his shoe changes or he was audible obscenity something and Listen, she was in her mind because he wasn't friend, getting any kind of any kind of code violations it was it was a lot friend he's been doing that in every match all week and i know you love him i like him too but um that's literally been every match this week he's changed his shoes at least once. um but like 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 they were like they were saying in commentary um within the rules there's really not much they can do because it's a they can't carry over what happened in the previous match to the next one, and it still counts as like a, an equipment change. But something needs to be done. Like he needs new laces or something because his laces keep popping. I which well is weird. Like, also, but if it's happening every match, like he should have two, three more pairs of shoes and laces right there waiting right. his ass. His like team. he should, like he yeah. shouldn't have to be like it shouldn't have to be a oh let bring me some more shoes from the locker room type of situation every single time if that's happening to you every match, you know or. Uh, me personally, I'll be calling Adidas like y'all need to do something. Yeah, that's def- that's definitely what he should do because send me some different for shoes whatever or reason. Something. Yeah, for whatever reason, the these uh, shoes or these laces aren't uh, holding up for the way he's playing on these hard courts. So he's gonna have to have something figured out by he, by the time he gets to Canada. I I was like they, I mean if he, if he can't if he can't get different laces or different shoes yet. Then he and his team, they both, they all need to be more proactive about it and have, you know, extra shoes or extra laces like right. they're ready for him. Um, I was, well, I, you know, because I didn't watch the match. I was not home last night to watch it, but I was seeing where um, they said that Nick, like, brought him his shoes. Like, he helped, you know? Yeah. And, and they, <laughs> they asked Nick about it after, and he said that he was just trying to speed up the process. And then he said, Adidas sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I mean I agree with I I used Adidas for a very brief period when I was like maybe 14 or 15 and them hoes ran out like so quick like <laughs> it just not not great shoes Novak used to wear Adidas shoes too and he had problems with his shoes he'd be slipping and sliding and shit I don't know and that's, and that's the thing too like so many players slide on the hard courts now so the shoes, shoes have to be a lot tougher, right? Yeah, I mean that's not 
you know, even from a branding perspective, that's not a good look, you know, because it's like nobody's going to want to buy those shoes, right. if, you know, if they're if they're constantly having issues with them, you know. And if the pros are having issues with them, like what is your, you know, <laughs> you know, what are you going to have when you get your shoes? Like it's going to be even worse. Uh, you had some other news, right? Something about Kakanakis and. Oh yeah, just uh, Kaganakis is he's back and playing. He played, uh, made the quarterfinals in Los Cabos. Um, he played well. He won. He won two matches okay. that I that I saw. Third match. Third match was the quarter that he lost, and um, he played pretty well. He served. He was serving big. So um, that uh, pectoral injury that he just recently had doesn't seem to still be bothering him. So um, I don't know. Hopefully he can stay healthy and get some points and. You know, catch a real flow, especially like nearing the end of the season, so he can have a proper off season and be ready for Australia. Right. Seriously, because it's just, I know these injuries. He talked about it before. These injuries, they they you know they get him down a lot, but he he's doing his best to keep you know trying to push through it, so he can you know have the career that he wants to have. And I'm praying for him because I really like the guy. Um, is, is Andy Murray playing Montreal in doubles? I mean, uh, I'm not sure. I don't think so. I don't remember hearing him. There's one he's supposed to play with. Doubles. Lope, I thought he was going to play with Lopez again, but I don't remember if it's Montreal or not. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, he is. Yep, he's playing with Lopez. Yeah, I see. They get the number two seeds in the first round. Cute. Well, at least it's not my boys again. I feel like you know, everybody has to play Cabal and Farah. Like, <laughs> like Murray had to play them <laughs> twice on the grass. And then this week, Nick and, and Steph had to play them in the first round of doubles. I'm like, come on. I'm kind of... Felix Ojeayasim is playing with Pospisil. Oh, Felix really? is playing doubles with Pospisil. And they, yeah, they have to play each other in the first round in singles. That's right, they do. That's funny. Well. Luck of the draw. Speaking of the draws, um, ladies first... Withdrawals, I just have Kvitova. Is there anybody else? Um, nobody worth mentioning, I'm sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> incoming titleists, we have uh, Pegula defeating Georgie today in Washington, 2-2. Two and two. Um, and then, of course, the San Jose finalist, Sabalenka versus uh, Jing Sai Sai tonight. That'll be later, I think. I don't think they're playing next year. Or are they? Actually, yeah, but um, yeah. So top of the draw is Ashley Barty. Um, still number one. Still number one. Okay, uh, <laughs> that's a joke I have with a friend of mine. <laughs> um, Kenan and uh, Shai Su Wei. 
have to play, and the winner of that match would see Ashley Barty in the second round. Um, that would be for the interesting. Yeah, I mean, you know, but Kenna with all her attitude and stuff, that that could be an interesting match. Um, I worry about her. <laughs> um, you have Azarenka versus Georgie. Um, Georgie about to scout. Eh, maybe, maybe not. Georgie's got her ad beat today. Yeah, but seriously, and the Vika Vika loves an American horror court. Does she North still? American horror court, I should say. Because, this is Canada. Um, you know, she didn't look so great this week. You make you make a good point. Uh, no, no, I'm praying for. Her. I, I want her to. I want her to do well. <laughs> I do too. I do too. I really do. Um, you also have Conta, Benchich, and Zvitalina in this section. A little loaded. A little bit. A little bit. Seriously. Stremska's here. Carlin's. Hmm. I haven't seen her in a while. Who, Collins? Yeah. She's been getting her ass beat. That's why. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I don't it's, know why I'm no, laughing. No, it's very funny. I'm laughing, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the next section belongs to Pliskova, the number three seed. In this section, we have Carla Suarez-Navarro playing Venus in the first round. Um, I thought this was going to be an issue because Venus tends to have issues with Carla for whatever reason, but you mentioned that uh, Venus has won their last five matches. Yeah. was a stat that I was Only losing of. one set. So, um, yeah, hopefully she can keep that up. Um, no negativity. I'm not even going to mention the loss that she had this week. Um, Jesus. You have, you have the doper in this section. She's playing Contivate. Um, Angelique Kerber, we mentioned, is playing Kasakana. Who is finally unseated somewhere. Jesus. What is her ranking right now? Let me see. Jesus, she's still 30? No way. No way she's ranked 30. That gotta be wrong. You know, I think the points on the women's side, like, everybody is popping up and winning and losing and doing stuff, and I think the points are so evenly dispersed that it's really not... Um, Sometimes the rankings are not quite indicative of what's actually happening. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just okay. She she's forty. Uh, that's still too yeah, that high. That thing I just looked at was wrong. Still that's too st- high. It's still too high. Um, where are her points coming from? My um, God. Maybe let's see. I don't know. I don't get it. Um, the big matchup here. Um. For the first round, especially especially because this is in Canada, is Bouchard Andreescu. Um Andreescu coming back from injury, of course. Um, mm-hmm. So the two Canadians having to play each other in the first round, that kind of sucks. To be honest. Um, Jeannie going to have a chip on her shoulder in that match. She will. Um, Seriously. Jeannie is going to want her fucking neck. I'm telling you that now. Like, <laughs> she she ain't going to be out there trying to play with her. But we'll see how it is. Um, 
you know, Jeannie been losing every which way for several years now. Yeah. And um, Bianca's coming off injury, so I guess, you know, I give an even shot to both of them for real. Right. Kiki I hope Burton's it's good, is though. also in this you section. Know. I do. I, I hope it's good. Kiki Burton's ain't been worth shit. Um, Burton's ain't been worth shit since Madrid. And that's facts. Like, she just know. made a final recently. She just made a final recently. Um, but she lost to somebody I have never heard of before in my life. And it was also on clay. So, yeah. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking she, did, did she withdraw in Paris? Or did she... No, yeah, she withdrew. She withdrew with the stomach bug. Remember, because I was talking about she better go take a okay. shit and get back out on that court. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I think that lost opportunity there is kind of weighing on her. It seems um, heavily, but she does actually have some points to defend coming up, seeing as she won Cincinnati last year. Is that right? Yeah, you asking Cincinnati. the wrong one. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. She better get it together. Um, she had a little, lead, she had a little leeway going into New York, though. She only made the third round last year. Okay. So, if she can try to put together a little bit of a run there, she can, she can make up some points. But, um, yeah, I'm not liking her chances. I'm not either. Because she's just been, uh, she hasn't been very impressive at all since winning that Madrid title. Shot. Okay. Um, the next section, four seed Simona Hollett is the top seed in this quarter. You have a Caroline Garcia versus Yelena Ostapenko first round. That's going to be a disaster. <laughs> uh, you have Sabalenka the current San Jose finalist playing Anna Samova, girl. Anna Samova, Amanda, girl. Uh, okay, now. Nope. I think it just got adjusted. Oh, it did? Uh, Sablinka is playing Pabs. Yeah, Sablinka is playing Pabs now. Pabs Okay, so where is Anna did, Samova? Wait. That's what I'm saying, because it says uh, Pabs is an alternate, so. Anna Samova's out? She must have. Yeah, she must have withdrew. Yeah, lower back injury. Okay, well, girl, maybe we'll see you in Cincinnati. Okay. Let's have it. That's going to be a tough out for Sabalenka. Pads don't be playing with these girls. Drag it, Nastia. Okay. Um, <laughs> we have Ladinovich and Kuznetsova as the wild cards in this section. Uh, and then you have Sloane Stevens and Madison Keys also here. Yeah, Keys gets Beckett. That could go either way for real. It could. That could go either way. And um, is this is this the first time Kuznetsov has been playing in a while? Like I feel like I haven't seen her in quite some time. I thought she played Wimbledon. Did she play on the grass? Did she? Or did she play on the? It was there was something on the grass or the clay or something where I remember mentioning her. It's not been that long. Oh yeah, she did play Wimbledon first round. I thought so. 
I mean, she lost, but I thought yep. she played. That's why I haven't seen her. Yeah, she's having a rough time. Um, Sloan is defending finals points, right? So she better get it together too. Yep, right? and Halep, Halep was the champion. It was it was a Stevens Halep final last year. That was a good match. And uh, they get the, the they get to play in the quarterfinals this year. So somebody's losing some points. Well, it's too bad. The last remaining quarter, Naomi Osaka is the number two seed. I have nothing written about this section except that Naomi and Serena are here. And that's it. Yeah, they would meet in the quarters. It's pretty bland for real. I mean, you got Poots versus Wozniacki. Uh, Sebastopol just won one of those after Wimbledon clay court titles, I think. Mm. She plays Serenko. Mertens and Sasnovich, and then the rest of it is qualifiers. It's a lot of qualifiers in this section. I would actually like to see a Serena Naomi quarter. Oh, so would I. Absolutely. I would really like to see that. Um... Absolutely, because she 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 would be playing a different Serena. Even if Serena still lost, it would be a better match, I believe. Because yeah. they played Miami when Serena was just coming back off the baby, right. and then they played that final, and we know how Serena gets in finals these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it'll be good. So to it would be it would be a different. Yeah, I think it'd be good to play her when it's not you know at a non-slam. I think that's good too. And right, it's it's not a final; it's a quarterfinal, and you know, even like you said, even if Serena loses, like it's a it's a completely different match, and Serena will know what she needs to do right. to be ready for New York. So. Um, yeah, I look forward to that happening if it happens. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to watch Naomi here because she uh, she wrote another one of those little open letter things like she did last year. Oh, did she? Um, over, around this time, and uh, you know we, we know what happened last year after she you know poured her heart out <laughs> on Twitter and her little message. She went on to win New York, and so we'll see what that does for her. Cause on the tennis court since Australia. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to say it was the seemingly random coaching change that kind of threw everything off for, but, hey. Well, that's all I have. Uh, yeah, me too. Um, my semifinalist picks are Benchich. Pliskova, Halep, and Serena. You picked Benchich? I sure did. Hmm. You know what? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Kanta. Everything else is the same, but Kanta instead of Benchich. Because for whatever reason, that woman has decided she want to learn how to play tennis again. Ugh. Man, I hope I'm wrong. Because you know I can't stand her. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> oh, I'm wrong. You know I can't stand her. But, you know, we'll see. But um, she's been she These girls ain't been able to take her for real. She finding her way back. Ugh, I hate to see it. 
<laughs> Moving on to the man. Uh, uh, withdrawals, of course, you have world number one, Novak Djokovic, is deciding to skip this tournament this year. Uh, Roger Federer is also skipping this tournament this year. I'm sure he's having a tough time getting his shit together after losing this match point. Um, and then you have, of course, Delpo is still out, which I hate. Um, anybody else? Anderson. That's right. I forgot about Anderson. He's having a record yep. over here, too. Damn. Um, coming in, we have Atlanta winner Damon Nar last week over Fritz. And then this week, Los Cabos Schwartzman over Fritz. Um, and, you know, we're still... Oh, wait, Tiafo pulled out, too. Tiafo did? Yeah. I'm looking at... I just pulled up the list. And, yep, Tiafo withdrew. And so did Verdasco. Huh. And Cuevas. That's not even on the draw yet. We better get it together. Well, that's interesting. Okay, so let me see. All right, top of the draw. Um, you said he won. He won Atlanta. Yeah, he won Atlanta last week. Oh yeah, he beat Fritz, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Fritz made two finals because Fritz lost the Los Cabos finals as well. Yeah. He's doing well. Winner of Demonara Evans gets Rafa. I see no trouble for Rafa here. I mean, maybe Fonini in the quarters, maybe. If he gets there. Uh, but she probably won't. Um, Goffin is here. Yep. Um, Chorich Goyachik. That's a first round match. That could be. Cute. Boy, chick is playing pretty well. Um, yeah, that's all I have. It's completely up to Rafa. Yep. Like um, everywhere else, for real. Yeah. No surprise there. Um, the next section belongs to Stefano Sitsipas. Uh. Fritz, who we mentioned, two finals already, post Wimbledon. Monfils is here. RBA is here. Schwartzman is here, who just won Los Cabos. Benoit Payere is here. He's playing pretty well. And Kenny Shikori is here. Yeah, I'm seeing Sissy Paz and Shikori quarter. I mean, maybe RBA could be a spoiler there. Yeah, RBA, you know, Wimbledon semifinalist. He's he's in the he's in the cut. Too, yeah. So. Um. Next section number three, Alexander Zverev. We get uh, Stan Grieger first round for the fifth eleven time this year. Um. Felix and Pasta, well, so we mentioned that. 
they're playing and their doubles partners, so that'll be interesting too. Pospisil is coming off of injury too, right? Yeah, I believe so. Um, I just hope for better from Felix. I did watch his loss this week, and uh, that was... I mean, you know, he always is going to hit double faults and stuff like that. I feel like he goes for a lot on his second serves a lot. But um, that was, mm-hmm. like, it was pretty bad. 11 double faults in a straight sets match. So. Um, yeah, he got to get that serve together. Yeah. Pui Rayonic is here. Bachelas Vili and Leovic play first round. Struf and Sanga play first round. And then you also have Karen Hachinov and Fuksovich here in this section. Uh, Grigor is going to lose in round one to Stan. Grigor, man, like what the? I, <laughs> I am just. I don't. I. Re... I'm almost speechless. Like I, it's it's so odd to see someone have the highs that he's had and then just almost immediate lows right after. Like it's it's really something to see. And it's and it's been uh, like almost two full seasons now. Right. Because um, it started after he won the 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 year in championships, the tour right. finals. Right. In 2017. He... A mess. I mean, he lost to... Last week, he lost to a player who had never won a main draw match before, was ranked like 400-something in the world. Um, And it's not... You know, like, before, like, maybe 2015, 2016-ish, when he was, like, having full-ass meltdowns on court and breaking rackets and shit. Like, he's not even doing that. He seems very content with the fact that he's becoming a journeyman at this point. It's quite sad. And it's, I think it's, uh, it's almost like he won the tour finals and he was good with that. Like, because I guess he, you know, he realizes he's not winning a slam in this era. So, you know, he got the tour finals. He did the best he could possibly do. So it seems like he's just kind of along for the ride now. If that's the case, that's that's, that's garbage because, I mean, you know, like, okay, so maybe you're not going to win a slam in this era, but you could at least make a, a final or a semi here or there. Like, yo, your ass mm-hmm. is losing in the first round in, at 250s. Like, you're not even in the conversation for a slam. So don't worry about that. Like when when on the tour, when anytime, ever. I it's um I it's, he's just far too talented for what he's doing right now. And I it does I don't know, like he doesn't seem like he's trying to break out of it and he's like I I don't know. And it's like you know, people make a fuss about him when he shows up to an event because he's still popular and he's so good looking and uh, you know, people wanna look at him. Uh but but damn. You know, I don't know. We'll we'll see if he ever gets it together. He's out of the top fifty now, I think. So his his draws aren't going to get any better. He uh he he got to fight his way through this, and I'm not sure he has it in him at this point. 
Mm-mm-mm. That's a shame. The last remaining quarter, tops, well, second seed, Dominic Team is here. Uh, you have Kyrgios Edmund, and that is assuming that Kyrgios actually shows up in Montreal and goes out on the court and actually plays the match, which I am very skeptical right. about at this point. Um, yeah, he's taped up right now. Definitely taped up, and uh, win or lose today, I strongly doubt that he will play Montreal. Um, you know, at 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 the most, we'll we'll see a shell of a person out there for about fifty six minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah, quote me. Um, you have Air Bear and Shapo here. The winner sees Team in the second round, which is a winnable match for whoever is playing against Team. <laughs> That Which man should probably be Air Bear because um, Shapo's just going to hit four hands into the backstop. Hey, I feel like he's been uh, playing like shit for a while, too. For his whole career, except for that one tournament where he beat Rafa. I'm trying, I'm telling <laughs> you, and I've been saying it for a while, he's a ball basher, and his upside is not that far up. I'm just putting that out there now. I've been saying it for a while. I don't see it for him. Maybe this uh, maybe this tournament will help him. You know, he's playing at home. The crowd will be for him. You know, maybe he, he'll win a match. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> uh, you have Medvedev here. Of course, we've mentioned is they're in a second set tiebreak, of course. Um... Chilich is here, um, who looked a little bit better this week. And he won two matches Chilich? in a row. Yeah, I mean, he that's that's who Felix lost to this week. And I, I thought it was very winnable because Chilich has been struggling all year, but he didn't struggle that day. Um, uh, Chilich is... He'll win a couple matches here, probably. He ain't making the semis. Let's just oh, say no. that. Oh, no, nobody said that. Oh, no. Who said that? Um, no. And then Berrettini is also in this section. And did you mention Isner and Thompson? Who? <laughs> yeah. Um, John Isner, I think I'm pretty sure I read something that said he was uh, shutting his season down after New York or something. Mm. Okay. I mean, not surprising. But, um, yeah. If Curious if Curious does uh, go to Canada and he does play, then he could end up playing Medvedev again in the second round. So that's kind of funny. He won't do that. No. Yeah, I guarantee he ain't gonna be out there for that. That's not happening. We might not see Nick again until New York after today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling y'all, he's very, he's very, um, he's very, he's almost like Serena 2011 with his scheduling. Like you know, if he's gonna make it to a final. 
um, the next week he's going to an amusement park. It's just how he does things. And then his, you know, the reason he has his arm wrapped up is because he's been playing ping pong with these kids for three and four hours every day before his mantis. That's why his arm wrapped up. <laughs> I saw those videos. That's funny. Um, I think this tournament is going to be, um, it's a good chance for somebody to make a master's make a final. final. Yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely. On, this, on this bottom half. Because, you know, only, only one of the big three that's here is uh, Rafa. So some somebody in the bottom half guys has a good shot at yeah. making the finals. Um, last year's final was uh, Cici Pass versus Nadal. They would meet in the semis this year. Mm-hmm. So he's losing some points there too. But I have no idea who in this bottom half I would put in the final. No clue. Mm, I mean, I guess I should probably go with I should probably go with team, just because. But uh, uh, I don't know. I'm not. My semifinalists are Rafa, Sitsipas, Rayonich, and Medvedev. I don't think Medvedev is gonna um make another deep run here after this final here. I don't think he's gonna make another. I don't think he's gonna go that far. Not here in Canada. He might do something sensey. But um, yeah, I have no idea. I don't think it'll be Medvedev, but I don't know who else. That's why I picked Medvedev. Seriously, like we haven't haven't seen Team do anything. Well, he just since Wimbledon, today. really. I mean, he played those. Yeah, that he played those uh those two clay court events, but I mean, it's fucking clay. Play after Wimbledon. That's a damn travesty. Yeah, I'm just never gonna get used to that. I don't know why those tournaments. That's retard. Are there? That is a bad word. It is not right. I. Uh, yeah, I don't. See, everything after it. Wimbledon, if it's not a hard court, it should just be grass. Uh, but yeah, I'm picking Rafa to win the title. That much I know. I wouldn't bet against him. Do we want to do the power rankings? If you have power rankings. Yeah, we can. Okay. I, I read the mine. Okay. The ladies, I have Simona Hollip. Oh my gosh, she did it. Okay. Well. Okay. Um. Anyway, I have Simona Hollip at number one. Um, you know, Wimbledon winner and all that. Um, I actually have Ashley Barty at number two, um, you know, winning the French. And I, I think she'll maybe do pretty well on these low-ass hard courts this summer. Um, I have Serena at number three, Wimbledon finalist. I have, and these last two are kind of, I just had to put somebody there. I have Pliskova at four. I, for whatever reason, uh, I can't, and I, you know, I, I'm really trying to, uh, I'm really trying to remove whatever I'm feeling about her from my spirit, but my spirit says that she's going to have a good summer. I don't know why. Um, 
but yeah, I can't I can't get that feeling out of my head. And then I have Osaka at number five, just because. Uh, I at number one. Uh, Serena at number two. Even though she lost, even though Serena, my, listen, I'm even though Serena lost that Wimbledon final, going into any tournament, she's the woman to beat in all these girls' heads. That's who they gunning for. And I got Barty at number three, even though Barty's number one. She's not. She's not. Uh, she doesn't have the target on her back the way Serena does. Serena will always have that target on her back. Yeah. Uh, Osaka at number four, and I have Sabalenka at number five. Oh just my based goodness! On the fact that just <laughs> it's based on the fact that she looks like she's uh, feeling herself on these uh, hard courts again, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I think she. I think she's desperate to defend the points that she has. That's, so, that um, is the word to use. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how she handles herself going in. I wonder what Nick's ace count for this week is. Really high. Um, the men, I have Novak at number one because, you know, we're number one and he won. Is that his fourth or his fifth Wimbledon title? Novak? Yeah. Mm, that is a very good question. I I want to say I want to say 4. 11, 14, 15, 18, 19 is fifth. Jesus. Mm, mm, mm. Mhm. Um I have and that's, you know, and I we were talking about this earlier. I was like, you know, he's winning slams with his C plus game. So I just have to believe him at number 1. Even if he's not playing this week. Yeah. Um, I have Rafa at number two. Um, you know, because another Roland Garros title, and then he defended his Wimbledon points on making back to the semis, and he's the only of the big three that's in Montreal this week. So um, I'm sure he's feeling pretty good about himself. He's got he's had some rest since Wimbledon, and he should be ready to go. I have Roger at number three, even though he's also not playing this week, you know, making another Wimbledon final and making the Wimbledon semis and, you know, um, his best results this year have probably been at the slam. So, um, yeah, I actually have Taylor Fritz at number four because he's made two finals already this summer hardcourt season. And uh, he seems like he's playing pretty well. I have not watched any of his matches, but, you know, making two finals is, is good. Um, so a little bit of consistency and uh, he'll have a little momentum going into these bigger events and then I have Sitsipas at number 5 because um, he's still playing well despite the fact that he went 0-2 on grass and lost to Nick this week that was a good match yesterday and um, I think you know he'll still be feeling okay even though he lost and you know we always talk about how much he learns every time he loses. So I think he'll learn something from it and hopefully he'll have a good summer. I would like to see him have a good summer. Yeah, me too. Of course. Uh, my, my list is actually the same, except uh, I have Federer at three and a dollar too. <coughs> or no, no I, wait, Federer no, at two and a dollar three. Okay, I was like, that's what I have. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Federer at two and a dollar three. Cool. But um, 
yeah, I look forward to these uh these hard court events. I like the I, I think I'm enjoying the way the courts courts playing, how the speed of the court. So um I don't know, we'll see if it's the same in Canada. The the courts in DC and San Jose didn't seem too slow. So uh yeah, I look forward to it. Hope hope we get some good matches and uh you know, some pleasing results. Jesus. I am um, dying here. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad that Serena's playing, but I also um, would have been fine if she never went back to Toronto ever again. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm glad she's playing. Hopefully she can get some matches under her belt. Oh my god! I really look forward to see, I really look forward to seeing how she plays because we haven't we haven't seen a healthy Serena at a non-slam event since what last year? No, since like 2016, 2015. <laughs> you know what? Because like, <laughs> last year, I mean, coming back from a baby, like she wasn't you know right. healthy, and then she pretty much you know we can pretty much completely throw away last summer hardcore season for the U.S. and in Canada. We can throw that shit away right out the door. And then this year, she went healthy for shit. So, like, 2015. Right. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how she handles this. I think she... I think she won't... She, this won't be, like, a typical slam arena non-slam event where, you know, she gets her two matches and then she's done with it. Right. I think she she wants to... I think she'll want to win this title. And I mean, um, are, just win. Yeah, I look forward any to title, it. please. Oh my goodness. Anything, anywhere. Out. Just anywhere. I don't care where it is. Go somewhere and win the title. For just real. Hold up a trophy and not a plate. Just go anywhere, girl. It's fine. <laughs> anywhere. Like, just taste victory again. Jesus. I um, you know, actually, I'm not even gonna, I'm not gonna adjust that. I'm not gonna put that out in the in the atmosphere at all. Never mind. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, please continue to rate and subscribe. You know, follow us on i on Apple Podcasts and subscribe, and we're on Spotify and we're on Google Podcasts and um. Yeah, I mean, just anywhere that, you know, you, you you like to listen to your podcast, bitch, we're there. Okay, we got it. Um, you know, follow us on social media. Um, our Twitter at is Hold Your Ponytails. My personal Twitter is at Hey Seti Baby. I'm at I Am Nels. Um, you know, and we out here, we trying to send positivity out into the world and also like I would like to I'm, I'm just gonna put that out I would like to uh, eventually have some press passes and shit that's what I would like would be nice <laughs> I wanna <laughs> I, I, I'm no I'm not gonna name any names but there's some people that I would like to look in the face I'm just gonna say that <laughs> oh shit could you um, imagine Look, especially looking down to in the face. <laughs> um, 
but you know, anyway, uh, um, we should be back, you know, pre us open and maybe have some special stuff for you that you don't know about yet. Um, so stay with us and, um, you know, everybody have a good August or whatever. Enjoy these events that are coming up. I start back to work tomorrow, so I'm not excited about anything for the next 10 months. <laughs> um, but, you know, yeah. it is what it is. And uh, until next time, we'll see y'all later. Peace. What did I say? You didn't hear?